When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Let me lick you up and down till you say stop, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble. David Rez on the move, but Harry Maguire stays. It's Wednesday, 16th of August. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jim Campbell. I'm the on the Roger. And I'm sickened Pete Donaldson. Hello, everybody. Now, this is what happens when we let uh, listeners choose the intro lines. Oh, is this what's happened? Yeah, Good. Gerald, I hope you're happy with yourself. <laughs> that yes. was a reference to the sort of R&B-like pop band Another Level, mm. wasn't it, from the 90s? That was one of their mm. songs. Mm. He didn't just make you, you know, mm. spit a mild obscenity. He just, he's, you know, keep it 90s. Yeah. Keep it yes. 90s, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that was uh, one of the more milder ones that was offered. Mm. Uh, on, nice. Uh, yeah. So if you think you've got a better suggestion than that, then you can suggest it by signing up to our Patreon. Of course, patreon.com forward slash football ramble. Congratulations. <laughs> it Don't give me a whole verse. <laughs> think about how this works, okay? There we are. Right, everybody, it is uh, your wonderful Wednesday here at the Football Ramble. Um, Big transfer news. Oh, Mm. it's big, big, big. It's Arsenal. They've announced the signing of David Raya on loan from Brentford. Arsenal have the option to buy old Raya for £27 million next summer. Jim Campbell, 
Another goalkeeper. Yeah, it's, it feels like old news, this one, because um, yeah. it's been in the works for so long. Um, mm. But the, the loan structure of it is really interesting. Um, apparently, it's to do with financial fair play. Uh, I was sort of surprised as to why Brentford might do us a favour, but um, Andy, the old brain in a jar, explained to me that uh, Brentford was surprised by the sort of lack of market for him, uh, which has been true for a lot of players, mm. um, and that that was why they kind of wanted to get a deal, deal done in some way that would guarantee them money at some point. And it's an interesting one. I think he's, he's coming in to try and take that number one shirt. He's um, someone that's been tracked by Arteta for a long time. He wanted him when Brentford were just coming out of the championship long before Aaron Ramsdale was at the club. And Inaki Kano, the the goalkeeping coach at Arsenal, loves him as well. So um, I think this is going to be an interesting battle. Um, Does it kind of remove all peril of the shirt if you're on loan? (laughs) Like a little bit. It's a funny one, isn't it? I don't don't really know. (laughs) I mean, there's a safety net there for him. Yeah. I find it interesting that he's also signed a new two-year deal at Brentford with the option of uh, yeah. one more year. Well, so and, it's the safety bit, net. Doesn't that smell a bit La Liga? Mm. You know that Jao right. Felix goes on loan yeah. to Chelsea and yeah. like, oh, by the way, I've just signed a five-year deal with Atletico Madrid. Is it just yeah, keeping your car serviced? I think so. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also yeah. having an auto trader. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe it is. I think mm. that if it goes badly, David Ray can go back to Brentford. <laughs> if it goes well, he yeah. can stay at Arsenal. But do you feel sorry for Aaron Ramsdale, Peter? Um, he seems like a likeable chap. I think with his it's fish and chips. a good thing for the Premier League because I think he's got uh, an exciting freak out in him. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I think this is only going to um, accentuate the possibility mm. of this happening, Jim. Yeah. Um, Tricky think... for fantasy football, though. Yeah. People have got less, Ramsdale. Less good. <laughs> less well, good or do you put both? You get right on the bench. Ramsdale came in and, and took the shirt from Burnt Leno. Burnt Leno and Emmy Martinez had a big battle. Burnt Leno and Emmy Martinez and Burnt Leno, though, have gone on to bigger and better things. Martinez <laughs> won the World Cup <laughs> and Burnt Leno... Brilliant performance against Everton, kept a clean sheet yeah. for Fulham, of course. We, we feel very silly about that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Vish, you were going to say something, perhaps <laughs> agreeing with me. Uh, almost certainly not, no. Um, but <laughs> I, like, I kind of agree with the, the safety net element, even from Ramsdale's point of view, because when, when it looked like they were signing him, I was a, I was a bit like, mm. are you? I, I get pushing players, and like Ramsdale, I feel like, is someone who is quite driven anyway, mm. but it felt like... Why you, like there's a potential there to upset him, and is it worth that risk? Mm. And evidently, it is, and now it's softened a bit because it's alone. I do find it funny how, um, you know, in, in this day and age, you have to have a really bombastic opinion if you're in the press. And mm. well, I mean, I suppose that's been the case, but but more That's so bullshit, now. Bullshit, Marcus. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah, thank yeah. you, Peter. Yeah. Only a cunt would say that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and who paid you to be that cunt? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, anyway, uh, <laughs> you pick any issue, and people have this. There are some people who are absolutely disgusted at Arsenal. Yeah. You see the press. It's a disgrace. You'll upset your goalkeeper. You absolute charlatans. What are you doing? It's yeah. kind of like no. There is a healthy competition, perhaps, but we mm. shall see how it plays out. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and they both talked about the sort of goalkeepers' union. Uh, which is an interesting thing to hear, yeah. hear, hear that discussed. Um, Who would you have at the head of the goalkeepers' union? Uh, ooh. Mad Jens Lehmann? Yeah, I Tim was going to say Mad Jens, just because it would be fascinating mm. to see it all implode immediately. <laughs> yeah, Where's um, the money gone? Mm. <laughs> Where's the money gone? Rene, I burned it. Rene Higuita, maybe? KLF. Last or he's, heard... he's got the money, he's off on a scooter somewhere. <laughs> I think Jens was last heard on this podcast taking a chainsaw to his neighbour's garage, was it? Sounds because it was right. in the way of his view. Yeah. <laughs> something, something like that. What, of the telly? Right. Uh, of, 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 <laughs> of the vista outside. <laughs> Yeah. And Casa de Yens. Right. Um, but yeah, I think the, the drop-off between Ramsdale and any other goalkeeper at the club was was bad. Um, yeah. So that that was a disaster waiting to happen. And um, instead, the disaster was the injury to Durian Timber. So um, we, yeah. we called that one wrong. Who knows? Who knows indeed. Um, uh, staying with Premier League transfer chat, Chelsea 
are looking set to sign uh, Michael Elise from Crystal Palace after activating the £35 million release clause on his Crystal Palace contract. There are suggestions, or allegations rather, in the press that some um, tapping up's been going on here. Chelsea obviously vigorously deny this, but uh, sources close to Crystal Palace uh, say that uh, maybe there's been some uh, naughty activity. But there are only allegations um, at the moment. Vish, you're a big fan of Michael Elise. Would you like to see him in that nice Chelsea shirt uh, running around at the um, behest of um, Maurizio Pochettino? Uh, yeah, where's he going to sit? Mm. Where are any of them going to sit? Yeah. <laughs> it's, the, the bench is only so big. Yeah, mm. it's got to be standing room only at, the, at Stamford Bridge. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but, yeah, um, spend... You, you, you want to see him play football. I do. Such a well, talented you know, player, you know, and you know, worry if he goes to Chelsea. But he started out at Chelsea, didn't he? He was so he was Man City. He was at Arsenal's academy. Mm-hmm. Then went to Chelsea for a few years, and then went to Man City. Oh, is that right? He's yeah. done the rounds. He has. Yeah. So, okay. um, so he's going backwards now. He is, and then he ended up at Reading, so yeah, okay, be right. careful what you wish for. Indeed, yeah. But, you know, I, I think he's an outstanding player. I kind of... I, I, I feel like they need an adult. Mm. There's a lot of talented young players mm-hmm. there, and I think he's someone who... Yeah, that's what Thiago so, Silva's there for. That's true, actually. He's you can't a, get yeah. more of an adult than him, yeah. can you? Yeah, maybe he's too much of an adult. Yes, It'll get to the point. He needs to sit down. If, if they all got on the team bus, <laughs> they'd have to offer yeah. Thiago Silva <laughs> their seat. He sits in the pregnancy seat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it'll get to the point where every other player is wearing a bib and he'll just be telling them all what to do. Yeah. yeah. I thought you meant like every other player would like be wearing on a, a school trip. Yeah, yes, be, yeah, like on the underground. And they'd be feeding me Harley, Farley's Rusts. Yeah. Rusts, no? Rusks? Rusks, Rusks yeah. Farley's yeah. Rusks. Well, I haven't heard of them. Bicky Pegs as well. You're going to use old What's references. Bicky Pegs. Bicky Pegs, yeah. Still love, do you not feed a child Farley's Rusts? You can Rusts. do. Rusks. Bicky Pegs are for when they're teething. The little things oh, nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A little What is your little one like? Was his favourite food? I'm not telling you. Um... Bolognese. Yeah, Bolognese. Uh, but Sushi. carry on. Is that why you bought this jerky in this morning? <laughs> Pete's brought in a lovely selection of Biltop. Did. Bought you some tea as well. Some Nelson Mandela tea from the South and African shop. And one can of beer. I didn't bring in the can of beer. It was already there. Oh, right. Which I is thought... somehow worse. <laughs> I thought you put Planned Mandela ahead. tea bags in the beer. Yeah, tea that was beer. Some sort of, okay, yeah. interesting. Um, For freedom. What on earth were you saying, Fisher, a minute ago? <laughs> You were saying about Michael Lisa, you were worried that he's not going to play any football at Chelsea and he'd be a wasted talent like so many others. That's not what I was saying. Oh. Um, but I was, I was saying, like, I kind of wonder about his playing time, but also he got to a stage where he was. Well, no, as in, like, to, to a, not, not his playing time, actually, but like in terms of his influence, because it feels like he's quite low down in the queue of young players mm. wanting to. Yeah wanting to get in. But they've obviously signed him because of how he played at the back end of last season for Palace, and mm-hmm. that felt like a bit of a reawakening of a talent who was a, you know in a bit of a slumber and I don't just mean from his post-match interviews he like <laughs> clearly was like not really posting as many goal and assist numbers as he should have done mm-hmm. and it felt, it felt like he kind of got over that hump but he kind of wanted him to have one more year at Palace I think I know what you mean mm. I know what you mean well yeah with, with, with Palace you know with, obviously Zahar going and Elise um, it doesn't seem to matter though because Hodgson's there and Eberet Chietz is there yeah. <laughs> and it's just it's just one of those manager-player combos that just click perfectly he's going to be the main man yeah. for, for a while there and it's going to be joyous to watch this season I think indeed it is if um, if the numbers that we see are, are, are correct when it comes to you know what Chelsea spent it's, it's coming up to nearly a billion pounds in 18 months it's just what how where's yeah. it all coming from and how can they do it uh-huh. everyone else has to sort of be bound by the FFP but they just seem to just get away with it I don't well, know what's a, a lot on. of it's to do with amortisation isn't it and, and various um, clever kind of accounting things right. uh, which are all by by all accounts above board it's fascinating I think, think it's quite risky as well because they need to they need to you know make money yeah. um, at a quite stupendous rate they're, they're going to have to generate through sales as well do you think some football clubs think that like the 
you know, they've got like a get out of jail free card, just appeal. Yeah, that'll just <laughs> that'll kick yeah, it along. Yeah, yeah. Press the appeal button. Yeah, just keep fine. pressing it. It's fine. We'll never <laughs> super legal be here in, in a bit. <laughs> Yeah, it's like legal. Boot this into the long, long grass. <laughs> it's, a, it's a legal snooze button, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Constantly. Exactly. Nah, That's exactly. I've lost all the files. They <laughs> fell off a boat. <laughs> um, gentlemen, Harry Maguire's move to West Ham has collapsed. It would appear. Oh, uh, which well, is a shame. West Ham. <laughs> West Ham uh, said they got tired of waiting for Maguire to negotiate his exit terms with Manchester United. Uh, he was believed to be asking for around seven million quid from from Man U to leave the club, but but. Sources close to Maguire said that he never agreed personal terms with West Ham, so it's all a bit strange. Yeah, uh, but the fact is, he's staying at Manchester United to fight for his place. You got to yeah. admire it, Peter. Do you? Yeah, <laughs> fight for your dreams there's, and all that. There's a fight, and then there's just turning up in it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I am who I am. I don't know what to think of this because I want to see Maguire play football because he's but a for fine one, for one reason and one reason alone. Fine English centre half, Peter. Yeah. Okay. But uh, it just. I don't know. The, the, the criticism he's received in the last few years, I think, has been over the top. I yeah. understand a little bit, but I think it's been way over the top, to be quite frank. I think it's quite trendy for people to jump on that bandwagon. And obviously the the, the price tag and, and the practice play for Manchester United, blah, 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 blah. Um, to me, that looked like a good move to West Ham. That was probably his level as an established, solid Premier League side, who he would, I think, add something to. But quite clearly, he wants to stay um, at well, one of the biggest clubs in the land. Uh, yeah, I don't I mean, think they are anymore. Well, no, he. <laughs> you know what? No, but, yeah, um, you disagree with that point. Yeah, <laughs> but the um, I, I think he he stays because it's the wages thing. Like no, that that was always going to be the stumbling block with mm-hmm. Maguire's transfer outside. You know, out of Manchester United, it wasn't yeah. necessarily about like oh, what, what, you know, will someone stump up a good enough transfer fee? It's about assuming those wages and whatever you know what cut that Maguire would take because he would have to take a cut because Bremen when United signed him. He was on the up, and they yeah. gave him a wage packet to reflect that. Mm. And that's that's totally on United. Like I, I find it, you know, I, I think he's kind of unedifying from both sides. But I do find it a bit remiss when you know you you hear people talking about insiders from Manchester United saying, "Oh God, you know, I can't believe he doesn't want to take a wage cut and stuff like that." You don't get to dictate that. I'm yeah. sorry. Like mm. that's that's you, you you've been had here. If you if you think you've been had, then that's entirely on you. But like, you know, we see this so many so many times, and it might even be a case. You know, we might even be in a David Rea, David Rea situation where he goes on loan, <laughs> and there's a bit of the wages that are covered by United for mm. this loan period. Say maybe at West Ham for the rest of yeah. the season, and then there is a view to buy at the end of that. This I has think. got deadline day written all over it, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. I can't imagine I that um, Maguire will be there post. Um, post the, the slamming shut of the window because <laughs> he must know that as as hard as he might fight for his place, mm-hmm. if he can't force his way back in, and it's very clear that Ten Hag doesn't want him to force his way back in, his spot in the England squad is, is massively under threat. Gareth Southgate yeah. even publicly said that, which is mm-hmm. quite a rare thing. It is a rare thing. But I think what, what Vish described there is a, is the solution, which perhaps no one at Manchester United or West Ham have thought about. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? But there we are. Um, so Maguire is going nowhere uh, at the moment. Um, and at the time of recording, Alexander Mitrovic hasn't gone anywhere. But the Saudis are back and they've got a bigger, better and bolder bid for him. £47 million. Pounds £47 million for that for that goal record in the Premier League last season. Yeah. That seems low for me. Do you think so? No. Yeah. 
I'm glad yeah, you said well. that because everyone all the talk is that it's quite high. I don't think it's low. Yeah, but I think Mitrovic is underrated in this country, as you know. Yeah, I genuinely do. Like you look at his scoring record internationally and in the Premier League last season, mm-hmm. where he missed nine matches. Yeah, all through the fault of others. No, for his fault. Gravity. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, indeed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Twenty-eight as well. So some decent seasons left in him. Yeah. In his prime. So it's it's a real shame. <laughs> <laughs> I just I I really hope uh, that he doesn't go. Obviously, and after we finish recording, he, 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 he will be gone. Yeah, he'll, he'll be, he. he if he has his own way, I think that uh, there is there is there is hundreds of thousands of reasons why he wants to go, mm. and I kind of get it from his point of view. But the thing is, with with Fulham, like they, they don't need to sell. No, yeah. that's and the thing; I, they really I, don't. I think it's quite refreshing to see a player going in that direction in his prime. Yeah, so I was literally going, "Just let me fucking go!" Yeah. Everyone else is like, oh, "This I money, should, this much I've money, done everything I could possibly achieve." Like you fucking let me go. Yeah. I'm brilliant. Let me go. Well, let me go. All the money. I proved Luke more wrong again. <laughs> the last time this happened he said he'd never play for Fulham again which he has since done so yeah. now now they've come back well, is he going to start just like chinning their players on the yeah pitch? Like, god knows he thought that was a protest yeah <laughs> actually Mitro unleashed would be something to behold wouldn't yeah. it yeah. we thought we'd seen him angry mm-hmm. but we don't know yet no, we don't know how bad don't. this can get I, I yeah I, I, I simply don't know but I mean yeah out, uh, obviously Marco Silva was <laughs> You know, at one point it had a little glance over there, but very much um, put that to bed. You know, right. Mitrovic is the one that could go. And there's there's still rumours about Liverpool trying to get Joao Polina despite the injury. And it's just like <laughs> it was so good last season. Just let us have let one us more have one season. More just one more. Yeah. Flipping Nora. Uh, but elsewhere in the Saudi Pro League, Al Hilal have announced the signing of Neymar from PSG, the most predictable transfer <laughs> of the 21st century, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I mean, on this side of things, it is very much like these sort of players are the more, more the, you know, the, yes, the big yeah. ticket kind of items. Are like, yeah. But it is a bit like passing a fruit ball and going, those nectaries need to be eaten. Like, <laughs> that whole league, that, that whole league, that whole league is just a bit like, they need to be eaten soon. We'll have that. Yeah, oh, but, that pair. But it's it's just whole, looking at me. Are you saying the whole league, the, the whole league, league, league is basically banana bread? Yes, <laughs> it is. Right. Little yeah. bits of penicillin growing all over it. Uh-huh. It's dry banana bread. I mean, it's. I mean, I'll eat it. I mean, ooh, yeah. it's so squishy. Maybe I'll make a soup out of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the soup league. Yeah, I think. But with, I mean, with Neymar going there, the, the, the report suggested that he tried to stay in Europe. And Barcelona wanted to get him on loan. Yeah, and they just will not learn it because and then someone turned around and went, "You're going to have to offload four players." Yeah, you know, and, and they do just, it. They would do oh, it. Yeah, they, yeah, there was just one of them was just not good. But yeah, so <laughs> and so I think he sort of begrudgingly left. But it's so it's such an interesting one with Neymar because you know he won the treble at Barcelona was part of one of the greatest forward lines we've ever seen with mm. with Messi and Luis Suarez, of course. And he did that. You can't mm. take that away from him. No. And he, he's one of the most talked about players in recent years. And yet, Jim Campbell... You, you, well, you'd argue he took it away from himself. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's no market for Neymar now, so this is a convenient one for everyone. As, as, fruit, uh, as Pete as mentioned fruit. with the fruit bowl there. <laughs> fruit Donaldson. As fruit Donaldson. Um, <laughs> no market for old Neymar. Sounds Neymar. like Jeff Bridges is involved somewhere as well. <laughs> but it, um, essentially, this My to me... <laughs> <laughs> Neymar's career will be remembered for the wrong priorities I think sadly I think, I, he, I think you're yeah. right I understand that it was a thoroughly modern story would that be fair to absolutely. say absolutely the, the PSG project was sold to him as, as an opportunity to go and be the main man somewhere mm. to go and be the best player in the world outside the shadow of Messi it didn't work out that way it was very predictable really that it wouldn't work out this way mm. the man's currently building his own beach does he need the Saudi money? No. Yeah. I mean, the idea that it was impossible for him to stay in Europe is is quite damning about football, isn't it? Yeah. That if, yeah. if, the, if the football system is so 
complex and convoluted that mm-hmm. one of its you know stars can't stay there. Yeah. Well, you, he's 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 done himself out money wise of moves to the Premier League. And yeah, and yeah. and well, obviously Barcelona in the situation they are now, but that that's where it is. Yeah, like the Premier League have looked at him and thought, "This is here's this megastar." Nah, nah, we're all right actually. Do you think he's? Although when you say when you say he's building his own beach, I sort of go, "I've got a bit of respect for that." <laughs> <laughs> also, is it me? But like that doesn't sound that impressive. What building your own beach? Yeah. Like the amount of sand you need. I think it's going to be a good beach, though. Yeah. You reckon? How long would it have a little volleyball court? <laughs> It will have whatever he wants. <laughs> right. Okay. Is that how you measure a good beach? Good beach, volleyball court. A dog's allowed on it. Yeah. Um, through the summer months. That's true. Are yeah. you a fan of that or not? Oh, massive fan. Dogs on beaches. Yeah, because you can't really. He's got a dog, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. that's what I was wondering. I'm very yeah. much. I'm, I'm a stakeholder. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the pocket of big dog. <laughs> I'm a stakeholder, and that's why dogs like me. They love stakes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, do you think Neymar's happy? Because no. I, I kind of I, I go back and forth in my head about this because. I put myself in his shoes and mm. like, oh, you know, all that talent, you could have done anything. Yeah. And we talk about him being the Justin Bieber of the football world. But Justin Bieber's happy. Hang mm. on, who's mentioned? I don't liken him to Justin Bieber. No, no, I'm Wait, saying like, uh, we, have, we, have, we, have, we, have, we have talked about him as being a Justin Bieber type character within football. Oh, I see who, what you mean. Do you mean Nick Carter, the 90s version of Justin <laughs> Bieber? I'm to, yeah, I'm trying to think of someone who, who? left the band. Who was the one who dropped out of um, dropped out. Uh, Harry Styles' group, One Direction? Uh, Zayn Malik? So, yeah, I think he's a bit more like the Zayn Malik. I had Venn diagram yet for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Venn diagram. Yeah, because um, he went. He left Barcelona basically. Barcelona's One Direction is what mm, I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. And he left early and then you know. But there, yeah, but there's like we always knew as, as Jim Luzzi, we always kind of knew that his career would would go down this path, and it only seems to be when he puts on a Brazil th- shirt that he's like. Yeah, but even then, there's a sense of duty. Yeah, I, but even that, I. Yeah, again, and, and I say his sense of duty, not just to country, but also like to his talent. I think it's that's the moment where he's like, right, they need me to I'm be Neymar, now, yeah. Neymar the footballer, not mm. Neymar the everything else. Is that scene sometimes typical with Brazilian absolute megastars? Like that's it. Like Brazil as a shirt is such a heavy, big yeah. one that mm-hmm. that people just feel like they. Oh, look, just we've have we've to... seen Brazilian footballers many times come to Europe and do great things, and mm. then they kind of go, yeah, I've done that, and. The yeah, contract player yeah. Brazil. And we yeah. go, uh? <laughs> it, it <is> also <laughs> well, of course worth, you want to be here. <laughs> yeah. It's worth mentioning that Neymar's had some quite serious injuries. Mm. Yeah. Um, so he, he might be 31, but there's, there's you know, there's a, yeah. been a lot of damage uh, God, to his body Neymar over that time. 31. I'm so old. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but I, I think, though, but for, you know, to, to sort of give a little bit of, um, uh, you know, fair play to Neymar, like I say, he won a trouble with Barcelona and was part mm. of one of the greatest front lines. And I think in years to come, Actually, when you look back and the dust yeah. has settled, mm. you know, he won, uh, I think he scored the winning penalty in the Olympic gold medal final for yeah. Brazil, which was a big deal for Brazil. It's yeah. a, it's a yeah. thing they hadn't won. He did that. He's won, um, probably won a Copper America or two, I'd imagine. <laughs> I can't remember if he was injured for it or not, but forgive me for that. But like, he also he is... won 13 trophies at PSG. And it's yeah. easy, easy to sniff at that, but um, True. You know, and, and, they don't, they're not meaningless. Yeah. And, no. and the goals he scored for Brazil, you know, was he, you know, the top scorer in their national team's history. Mm. It's not a not too shabby. If, if Still, he, he's like an offset zoomer, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But something uh, that will never change is Cristiano Ronaldo winning trophies, and he won one at the weekend with Al Nasser. Apparently, nice to see. Mm. Did I it look see. really like the World Cup? Didn't it look a little bit like the World Cup? Uh, I think I saw a shot of it. And it looked a bit. I, I, w- I would expect that from Sadro. We've, <laughs> we've hosted this tournament. Why not give us the real one? <laughs> that is what they want, isn't it? So I, oh, I big time. Everyone has different punditry styles. I'm I'm fairly 
measured. I think there's an argument. <laughs> Wasn't he in one direction? <laughs> I think there's an argument that Cristiano Ronaldo's ego has possibly destroyed European football right. mm. um, in him legitimising Saudi mm. and yeah. seeing the beginning of this exodus. Right. I also think he hates the fact that other people are getting attention there. You think? Yeah. Oh, yeah, think yeah, yeah. That would be he funny. Was yeah, be yeah, the main guy forever. Yeah, yeah. Now it's no, already over. None of them He's made his private though. beach, and then the council have given everyone access. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't want dogs on, on there. Yeah. Yeah. Barbecue. Why that guy's got barbecue? Oh. So, uh, in among all this, why are you giving him so much attention? He's just bringing you a ball, bro. <laughs> <laughs> in among all this Saudi chat and Ronaldo, they were mm. so nice to hear the council get a bench. Yeah. Just slowly bring us right back down. Saudi local council. Exactly. Yeah. But Al Nasser has said to be very interested in signing Alison Becker. They out to, they're trying to mug off Liverpool and oddly Fulham. Yeah, aren't yeah. they? Amrit <laughs> Laporte is uh, potentially off, I believe, to Al Nasser as well. Yeah. yeah. Might have been one of the other ones. I think it was Al Nasser. Because Eric, yeah. Eric Bay was going to go there. He should go, and, shouldn't he? But then Laporte, um, they got Laporte instead, yeah. I find it interesting, something that I haven't mentioned thus far about Cedarobo, but Alison Becker and Roberto Firmino, if I may just sort of bring this, um, both very, very strong evangelical Christians mm. going to a country where you, you can't do that. But, but, but I mean, that's that's kind of the whole part of this Saudi thing. And it, yeah. I don't think it just pertains to religion. It pertains to like what people have chosen to stand up for in the past. And I'm speaking about Jordan Henderson in mm. here specifically, mm. but mm. it's basically like, what are you willing to risk? You compromise. Yeah. Mm. And, and this is what they're willing to risk. This is what they're willing to compromise. I was yeah. very much interested. He was blowing up on Ian. Jordan Henderson yeah. first. <gasps> those... Oh my God. Yeah, so you yeah. can't do those recovery runs anymore, <laughs> Jordan. But, but that's interesting, isn't it? So this is probably, the, I, I believe this is around as hot as it will get in Saudi Arabia and it will cool down as, as the year goes on. But mm. is there a danger that the league's just going to be absolutely shit because it's too <laughs> yeah. hot? Um, for it's it like that Man United uh, match. That is going to get stopped the like r- German I'm... tanks in the snow. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wouldn't um, base uh, it all on... on a boy from Sunderland and how he gets on in this temperature. <laughs> People from very different parts of the world, but, but we shall see. Um, gentlemen, let's end uh, the half talking about something quite serious, actually. Um, Mason Greenwood. It's been reported that Manchester United have delayed announcing a decision over the future of uh, Mason Greenwood. The club had intended to make the call on him before the start of the Premier League season, but now they want to explain the findings of their internal investigation with key stakeholders. Um, and it is possible that there will be no resolution until the September international break. And, you know, we've been hearing bits and pieces all around. This has been rumbling on for a little while. It had initially been reported that the club would consult Manchester United's uh, women's team when deciding Greenwood's future. Now, the club insists the decision will be taken by Chief Executive Richard Arnold and will be based on the facts established by the club's investigation. There's a lot here. Yeah. Um, and it's obviously the the, the attention on Greenwood, um, you know, for, for a while now has been wholly negative. Jim, what do you make of all this? Firstly, I think you know, it is appalling that United had made it public that they were going to consult the members of the women's team. They're they're preparing for one of the biggest games of their lives on the other side of the world. They've got all this stuff thrown at them now. Yeah. Um, and also, it won't be their decision. They're just being consulted on it. The decision will be taken by someone else, but it puts them in the firing line either yeah. way of whatever that decision is when they're going to have no influence on it yeah. and they are going to be blamed for it and held responsible for it it is yeah. spectacularly short-sighted yeah, and, and just and to add to that you know the the uh katie's lm ella Toon and and mary Earps, uh, of course in the the lioness's uh world cup squad were targeted on social media with fans petitioning for them to give the green light for greenwood to return what's going to happen it's it's yeah i mean yeah. I, it's very titillating to watch like these i mean very online 
uh, you know, idiots basically just yeah. yapping on about, you know, bring uh-huh. it, bring, put our boy back in the forward line at Manchester United. But I mean, fundamentally, it, it's been six months and they still feel a need to, to make a decision one way or the other. Um, a burden of guilt mm-hmm. has to be lower for Manchester United than the Crown Prosecution Service. It yeah. just has yeah. to be. Because that's you, because the charges have been dropped. Yeah. So yeah. The, in pure, it it, it, they felt like they didn't have enough to go to trial, yeah. which means not guilty or guilty. It, it doesn't mean any of that. Indeed, but in this country, in... though, like he is innocent in the eyes of the law. But that is that is just living your life in no, incredibly. No, no, he's, no, no, he's, he's not, not guilty. He's not. He, sorry, he's, he, he, no, no. You you either no. found sorry. guilty or not guilty. Yeah. And innocence doesn't come into it. This is nothing. Yeah. Yeah. This this is it. Yeah. But hence, you're innocent until proven guilty. So he, at the moment, it, but this is the this is the thing with the justices. I'm saying, if you're living your life in a very very legalistic way, that man has not been found guilty of anything. But the devil is often in the detail. But the, the, that audio is out there. Yeah, right? I mean, know, the, we, know the, the, we know why it didn't go to trial. Yeah, it was yeah. because a, a key witness mm-hmm. uh, essentially didn't didn't want to carry on sure. um, with but, any. And the, and and but your point, Peter, that the 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 they're not the court, um, right. Manchester United. Yeah. And the only two questions you need to ask is, mm-hmm. was that you in the video? Did you do that? And when's your fucking taxi coming? Like, there's there's no yep. other conversation that needs to be had. Mm-hmm. Didn't need to to take six months. And I'm and all it says at this point in time is that if you perform on the pitch, mm-hmm. this is one big boys club, and we will protect you, and we will just look after you. And as long as you do the the, the stuff, everyone, everything will be fine uh, with your career. Every single week, you know, every single week, we are uh, we have to sort of have a conversation about what we can talk about and what we don't talk about mm-hmm. on the show, mm-hmm. um, because of like how many how many fucking Premier League clubs have suspected rapists in the in their squad who have uh, been in a situation where something might go to court. Look at the way that, look at the way that people were were, were talking about uh, Benjamin Mendy on social media after yep. he was found uh, not guilty. Yep. The, the way that other footballs talk about footballers who get into that situation and find themselves back. Uh, on the streets, effectively, which you know, the the, the court made a decision. Uh, something happened, and now now we're in that situation. But it just basically speaks to every person, not even woman, not even mm-hmm. girl. We always talk like this kind of like nebulous kind of like. What does it say to a female fan? What does it say to, say to a young yeah. fan? Once you get in the game, it just speaks to humanity yeah. that we're not good enough, mm-hmm. and that um, men just look after men in 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 the global game, and yeah. it's just shit. It's just I, also, there's, there's I think talk- to clarify my earlier point, sorry, Jim, is with, with regard to the whole sort of guilty not guilty thing, I'm saying that if you live your life solely by legalities, then, yeah, it's then, a, it's then, a very then it, yeah. it comes up a cropper because clearly if, if Manchester United hide behind the fact that oh well the charges are dropped therefore it's all fine and dandy that that, that just doesn't sit right with with an awful lot of people yeah and and the the repercussions for that might be that Mason Greenwood sues Man United as Benjamin Mendy will be suing Man City and mm. it, but fine. You know, yeah, that, has to, exactly. that has to there be you go. fine. Yeah, exactly. and, and this That's is the part thing. of the entrance fee, isn't Absolutely. it, for being a football club? <laughs> These You've got a legal fund. You've probably got a bigger legal fund than the bloke who you're playing to play football. Yeah. So just back yourselves. So we talk a lot about how footballers are human beings and how when um, bad things happen to them, we have to have sympathy. That goes the other way. Yeah. Human beings are capable of terrible, terrible things. And at that point, you know, clubs kind of talk about them and, and behave around them as if they are solely assets mm. uh, whose value needs to be protected and that, mm. that is that is the sole um sole point of them and c- clubs need to remember that they're they're an important part of communities you know mm. they, they 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 need to behave 
with responsibility to the people that, that come into that club and the people they represent when it comes to issues like this. Now, obviously, we can talk about Mason Greenwood. Some of them we can't talk about. They all move at different paces legally, and yeah. I would apply that to all, every situation. That, but but fundamentally, nine times out of ten, if a footballer's in that situation, he shouldn't be playing for a football club because he's a, he's he's... He's already in a situation that I would say morally does not mean that you should be um, drawing a wage from a football and club I agree. because you're in already in that situation. And Mr. Green was in fucking Pro Evo this year. Yeah. Well, you know what you said about like the um, the burden of proof being lesser on uh, you know on, on a football club rather than the you know the uh, CPS. Mm. Um, you were in a situation here where the idea that like Mason Greenwood's football talent is going to be played off against his commercial value mm-hmm. really that's that's yeah. the only thing Manchester United are considering right now mm-hmm. let's be 100% truthful about that because yeah. if they were considering anything else we wouldn't be talking about this right now yeah. we'd have talked about it a few months ago when they made a decision mm-hmm. yeah so fundamentally it comes down to them wanting a young talented striker and the other side of the hallway you know down down the hallway I suppose at Old Trafford is the consideration of sponsors pulling out so this is not about women. This is not about right and wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of hasn't been since it since it was thrown back at Manchester United in terms of, right, you need to deal with this now. Mm. And I think whatever decision Manchester United come to, there was a right decision and a wrong decision. Mm. And even if they come to the right decision, they'd have taken it in a very, very wrong way. Mm. And they've basically, you know, to my mind, they have disgraced themselves already. Mm-hmm. They have a chance to do the right thing. I don't really think they're going to take it. To be honest, um, that is my gut feel, and it's not based on anything beyond the fact that you kind of look around the game and you if, we're, surra- we're surrounded by this kind of shit. But but if there is a, a one percentile <clears throat> footballing aspect to this, Manchester United over successive seasons have been derailed by sideshows, sideshow after sideshow after sideshow, and it's affected them on the pitch. Why are they? For Mason fucking Greenwood, you know, like, I, well, his talent would be. People say but that's, that's, not, but that, that, that's that's the that's the. But that's the, that, in the formula. That's but, but jammed that, in the formula. Yeah, but, I guess but that, isn't that it? is that is that is the answer to your to your question. Really, it's because he's good at football. Mm. That's all it takes. Mm. If you want to be a shit bloke, be good at football. Yeah, we are. All right, let's have a quick break. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills, or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Seems a long time ago still, that now, yeah, doesn't it? Still getting out. his game, yeah. <laughs> in the Champions League, no doubt. No doubt. Well, yeah. football ramble, everybody. Vitution, what on earth is that on your screen? I haven't. Oh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Don't say that. You know when someone types stuff into your browser and you get a bit nervous? <laughs> uh, I have an email from Johnny. Um, as you were calling Antonio Conte the Parmesan Pulis, can I also refer to him as the El Dente Allardyce? <laughs> the fancy Allardyce, which isn't fancy, just crunchy and shit. Now, I, I am going to Unfair take, on Conte, I'm, t- I'm taking umbrage with that on, because man. El Dente Pasta is actually very good. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason it's so good is because... It, it, when it's in that state, yeah. can absorb um, sauce better. It's got that can little it? bit more something. Yeah, but is yeah. there a, is there a, something to be said for when you are when you first bite into it? You're a bit like there's something unnatural. There's something like ah, oh, they've not cooked this one. Yeah. So if you get like good, <laughs> that's where you go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm in a bella pasta. That's, yeah, I've just I've just done this wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, I suppose like the pay depends. Medium like... raw pasta. <laughs> <laughs> How would you like your pasta cooked, sir? Pasta Rare, please. <laughs> In, can, I, in, can I have as old as, old as that peach in that bowl? <laughs> in Japan, uh, they in in the pubs, um, the, the British theme pubs usually, Ooh. they just chuck the uh, they just chuck, chuck spaghetti. <laughs> they chuck uh, a spaghetti in just hot oil and Coops. fry it, yeah, and then cover it in salt. That's nice, what, like what nice little what snack. Screams His Majesty more than that. <laughs> Desecration of someone else's. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. You're yeah. yeah, damn right. Uh, but yeah, I think this is a bit. I think this is going a bit too far on Conte. The man has won league titles. Yeah, he'll be back. In yeah, but he's not here. Is he? So fucking. Yeah, all right, fine. Um, well, <laughs> you can get in touch with the show at any time. We're at Football Ramble on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Or you can email us show at footballramble.com. Right, gentlemen, let's enough of all the, the sort of the negativity and um, uh, horrible stuff in football. Let's talk about something that's good and pure. Mm. Uh, Newcastle United launched the first episode of their documentary, We Are Newcastle United, at the end of last week. <laughs> they certainly are, aren't they, Marcus? You can't they deny. Ser- you can't deny that, that was are, very Newcastle that United. Was, that was accurate. Yeah. That was absolutely yeah. accurate. We've got no problem with the title. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but everything else, Peter. Seems yeah. to be up for question. I mean, I did sort of um, do a little sort of mini sort of review of this on, on YouTube. Very and, enjoyable. Uh, I was called a salty maggot, a sad <laughs> mac and bastard, 
and a Mac and twat. Uh, and people found it pathetic that I was trying to belittle billionaires with sad little comments. Oh. <laughs> That's the thing, though, Peter. You're always punching down, always aren't you? Always punching yeah. down on those, those bloody millionaires. In fact, to be honest with you, your your fists don't go as low no. into those billionaires, yeah. do you? You have to stomp on them. Sad Mackham. Sad, yes. Salty bastard. Salty maggot. Salty, salty bay maggot. Salty maggot. Salty maggot. Yeah. We're back in the we... British pubs, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> when did we come a world of bootlickers? Yeah. The real kink. It's proper kinky stuff, isn't it? Get that boot in my fucking mouth. Humiliate me. Your Excellency. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the edit button. Fucking losers. Nobody's wrong. Nobody is ever wrong about anything. If you drive a car, you'll know this. Nobody can ever go. Oh yeah, what I did just there. What I said. Oh yeah, you're absolutely. Yeah, I'll have a, a rethink about that. Yeah. No, everyone is completely ingrained in, and and Little completely ingrained. Everything they do, I don't care what they've done. I'm wearing this shirt. This, I am, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just shit. If you yeah. ever clip anything, clip this, yeah. please. Uh, yeah. So, um, if I may um, <laughs> cut in on you slightly there, Pete. To me, this I kept expecting Adam Curtis to turn up <laughs> in, in the voiceover because it feels like found footage of some yeah. historical like dystopian yep. kind of historical unfolding. Yeah. Like the, the, some of the, the, the tone of it is incredible. You, you can see it's self-produced. There's a bit in it where um, the Newcastle squad have gone out to Saudi for some warm weather training and um, um, Amanda Staveley and I, f- I forget the other guy's name, but someone else involved are trying to um, get the players and staff over to to um, Yasser Al-Ramayan's house. A big party. Yeah, a big party. A hundred people. And they're going, it's a hundred people. Is, is there, there going to be room? There's a hundred people. And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah that's fine. And it's really, it's, <laughs> it's in there as this aspirational display of like, look how, we're so rich, guys. We're so rich. Isn't that cool? People, yeah. you, like a hundred people in the house, that's nothing. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, yeah. Just, it's so gauche. It's so fucking tacky. <laughs> It's just that the whole organisation is just fucking I, lame. Well, I, I'd, not, I'd not watched uh, much of the other documentaries, but I just assumed that it was a little more kind of even-handed and not just self-funded propaganda. I mean, this is very much self-funded propaganda. and it. But by doing that and sort of leaning into the celebration of the takeover, it, it's basically 101 Dalmatians with yeah. Jeff Hendrick. It's just, it's just yeah. someone coming in We're and going. Spot stripes. Nice club you got there. I think yeah. we'll, uh, I think we'll, think it will probably rescue you. It's like, it's, yeah, I, this, yeah. the music you're using doesn't sound like a rescue. Yeah. And it's kind of there's there's uh, a, there's, a, there's a few scenes. Um, it all sort of kicks off with um, with Jonathan Pierce spotting all the cameras spotting. Oh yes. thing. Amanda Staveley in the uh, in the uh, crowd. Is it not? Um, oh no, oh. this is interesting. That's financier Amanda Staveley sat there, and according to reports, she's been tasked with searching for a Premier League club that her wealthy clients want to buy. It's just... How about that? Yeah. It's the raw Tell me gen- more. It's the raw general manager. It, is. Just, yeah. it really is. I, yeah. I mean, is it not sort of like... It focuses on her more than the squad. I, I, it, it focuses uh, quite a lot on Yasser Al-Rumayan, and, and I say it like that simply because... Um, uh, Alan Shearer has to say that man's name about yeah. 50 times during the show and, and he cannot say it 
well, he's clearly said it wrong so many times that they've just patched in other versions. Chairman and Governor of Saudi Arabia's Public Investment Fund, <gasps> Yasser Al-Ramayan, has flown in for the occasion. That's the best version of it. That's the best <laughs> version of it. Version. But it wasn't a bad version. But he, um, but he is a disgrace for taking this job. <laughs> yeah, but he really but is. I mean, when he said when he says stuff like this, the big issue was actually they said the PIF was Saudi state, which is absolutely rubbish. rubbish. It's not Saudi Arabia. It's the Public Investment Fund. Yeah, I mean, some journalists, they really don't understand what BIF is. In order to buy the club, the owners had to provide legally binding assurances to the Premier League. If I was his press, I'd be like, you're not saying that. Yeah. Also, do you not think when they gave him the script for the voiceover, they should have given him time before they started recording it? Yeah. <laughs> it really sounds like he's reading it for the first time. There's really bits where he slows down and yeah. it's like he's going from one line to the other or like yeah. one page to the, the other. The run through was clearly better than the actual. Yeah. But yeah. I, but I, like the, I also love the bit where they clearly ran out of stock footage and they were like, oh, what do we I'll just fucking show the chandelier again. Yeah, <laughs> <Yes. laughs> show the chandelier. Yeah. But with Shearer though, like he, his nose was put out of joint because when Ashley was there, did Ashley ban him from going to the stadium? They renamed or... Shearer's bar, didn't they? Did they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it number nine because Shearer was critical of him. Yeah. And so there was all that, and th and that's the whole point about this Saudi takeover because it was so bad under Ashley and so ridiculous yeah. that anybody, anybody the, the, coming so, in, yeah. And so Shearer's like, yeah, well, sign me up for the bit. I'll, I'll be in the the, the pocket of uh, the PIF. Not not now. I mean, he's got clever people around. No, but him. I know. But it's piss poor from Shiri. It absolutely is. I understand uh. why he uh, was brought in, but it, it, from the from the PIF's point of view, which is nothing to do with Saudi it's... Arabia. Let's be clear. <laughs> um, uh, it, you know, get him on side. Get them all on side. Oh yeah, but I mean, like there'll be. I almost guarantee a Legends Philippe Albert versus yeah. uh, Man yeah. United match mm. uh, sooner rather than later. Because it's not something anyone's sort of really done a lot of. And they'll all be back, and they'll all be on the payroll. Would you go to it? Would you go to it? You would, I'd watch on the telly. <laughs> <laughs> would, would, would but, you, Pete, Pete, if you keep going on like this, they'll come for you. And I'm making it spatial and spatial, so the, the money so the goes, money up. goes yeah, up. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, right, what you're yeah. doing. Yeah. Oh, you've got you as well. It's genuinely lucky that we can criticise Saudi because if you're a Saudi, you can't do that. No, mm. putting influences in jail recently. <laughs> yeah. Good well, I mean, there's, there's, I think the worst of it because. I kind of feel like in the documentary, and and the documentary, the word documentary doesn't really no, cover this yeah. PowerPoint internal PR sure, PowerPoint, sure, sure, sure. Uh, sure. But like, I feel like players like um, Longstaff, mm -hmm. who's you know pictured going to schools and stuff, painting these bird boxes in 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 in, in magpie colours and stuff. Like you know, players like Trippier, he knew the cost of entry. He knew that he'd be part of this absolute shit show. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But like people like Longstaff has been there such a long time, this home, uh, home hometown club and stuff. I feel really sorry that he's been. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. alone. And it, I, it, that, I think that's kind of going to be the the, the 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 projected sort of journey of the rest of this piece of work. Let's say because yeah. there's still a few episodes to go. But when they sort of intercut, and could get better. And, could get better. Could get better. Yeah. I mean, the, the, it, I think I would recommend they stop get focusing <laughs> on uh, on people uh, who are trying to pretend they're not a Bond villain by saying stuff like this. Well, that's even better, right? I mean, he knows what not to do. About Eddie Howe, about Eddie Howe getting relegated. That music, man. Uh -huh. the, the he knows what he to do. Pressing a button on his did, desk. Did they choose that music? Yeah, because there's a lot yeah. of dread. It's yeah. a lot of dread yeah. music. A lot of doom yeah. and dread. Yeah, it's very it weird. He's Adam but... Curtis. You're right. Yeah. There was. Um... Thank you so much. There's a there's a man and he's crying in the crowd. Thank you so much. Thank you so. And then Chris Stevie looking over.
Yeah. Mama Stavely. Oh, What's she pointing at him? <laughs> Get him. What's she got under that coat? Well, I, I, I think we should um, <laughs> should bring in some more sort of quaint and likeable news coming from mm. Newcastle. Um, you may have seen this on uh, social media that Sandro Tonali was spotted in Newcastle Weatherspoons on Monday night because a fan, uh, a Newcastle fan, saw that there was a table booked under the name Tonali. Now, I yeah. don't think there's many Tonalis uh, in the Newcastle area thinking, all oh, right, who's this? And he turned up and it was him. I like yeah. to see it. Love that. Maybe yeah. it's part of this. Maybe it's all PR though. Get yeah. tons of spoons. They'll know that. Just pigs. Can you um it's pigs in their trough? Salty send one maggots. of the send one of the millionaires down to the trough. Can you still get um that thing where you can order drinks to people's table? Yes, mm. I believe you can. Yeah. Okay, that'd yeah. be pretty good. Very cheap people what on my Facebook. Keep what demanding. It? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm so, I'm a... I'm sat in, yeah I'm sat in like table seventeen. <laughs> you know. I know for a fact you are more than me. Yeah. <laughs> Idiot. Yeah. <laughs> um, I uh, it's obviously Newcastle start the Premier League season very very uh, impressively mm. against um, Aston Villa 5-1 I did I, not call a squad thin thank you that was Ch- producer Charlie and you misappropriated one of his messages it was Vish I didn't mm. say that yeah you did that might have been Luke that might have been Luke anyway that <laughs> seems to be the vibe here to pass it on to someone else <laughs> so that's kind of what we're doing um, thank but... you very much <laughs> <laughs> quick show me chandelier yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love this Sir Alex Ferguson said this week that the team who impressed him the most in the opening weekend of the Premier season was Aston Villa. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Mind games. What's yeah. going on? Who's he doing this yeah. for? Is he worried yeah. that Newcastle might finish above? You cannot. Manchester United, like, I was like, oh, he's getting back into it. <laughs> I wish what is this about? I After wish... Manchester United versus Wolves, I think he might have said it ahead, ahead of that game. I can't remember. It was definitely on Monday he said it. <laughs> What's going on, Vish? I, 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 just, I think people should leave him alone. Like, just let him be old. No, and he was asked this, and he's like, getting. Like, even, even Vichy during, doesn't even, need to say Aston Villa impressed him. The even, most. even during the Wolves game, um, someone asked him to stand up so he could so they could get to their seat. And I, was like, I just walked the other way. Yeah, yeah. one years old. <laughs> I don't know. That is a that's that, where he sits. Leave him. That yeah. is a mind game, Vichy. Yeah, and yeah. I'm enjoying it. It's lovely to see. Lovely to see. Yeah. Uh, right. Um, uh, oh, we've got to uh, uh, mention. There's loads of people on uh, Twitter tagged us. Uh, someone um, on X, as it's now known. Uh, thought they managed to have, have, have tracked down the hearse that did uh, the donuts on the pitch at Gateshead versus Dunstan uh, last month. You remember that that mad story of the of people driving a hearse on the pitch and it was yeah, all very yeah. strange and, and whatnot. The dynamics of doing a donut in a hearse must be quite difficult. Oh, quite impressive, really. Yeah, um, but uh, apparently it's, it's, it's proved not to be the same model. Oh, so the search goes so on. So someone so some, just found a hearse. Someone found a hearse and thought, oh, this must be it. And uh, apparently it wasn't. So, so the way that it's framed is like, it did donuts on the pitch and mm. they're like, right, fucking, we've got to ditch the car now. <laughs> ditch the hearse. <laughs> let's burn, burn it out on the bridge and let's run. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, tonight, everybody, the UEFA Super Cup returns. Pops up every now and then uh, this time of the year. Manchester City take on Sevilla tonight. Ooh, how about that, Jimmy? What do you reckon? It's not the Europa League. No, it's um, yeah, go, go Sevilla. I don't know. I, I don't feel particularly <laughs> well, strongly about it. Your side mm. just beat Manchester City in a similar kind of cup. Exactly. Right. I'd like to see that tradition continue. Right. Okay. There we are. Uh, reported that Kevin De Bruyne is out for up to four months due to injury. Yeah, that's yeah. um, that's a shame. Certainly for my predictions. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it, it is a bad one. Um, Pep uh, couldn't resist a little dig at Manchester United though in the pre-match press conference, which suggests. 
that Ferguson's mind games have got to him for yeah. some reason. Um, he said, I have a feeling, excuse my arrogance, that Man City are favourites for the Super Cup. Now, you are favourites because you won the Champions League. They won the Europa League. It's clear. The fav- it's, it's all mapped yeah. out, Pep. You don't need to say that. Uh, we have quality, but of course, we know there are no favourites. I saw the second leg of Sevilla versus United. United were weak. Sevilla can be strong. <laughs> Surely a, pe- a a dig at uh, Jose Mourinho would have been better. Like they <laughs> yeah, overcame. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah. There's a lot of digs to be had. Let's not forget yeah. that. Yeah. Enjoy um, the digs. Enjoy the digs. We're still, yeah. So we're only in August. We're only yeah, in August. Right enough. Did you see, gentlemen, uh, last night uh, in the Champions League qualifiers that uh, everyone's favourite uh, Faroe Island side, KI Klaxvik, uh, lost to Mulder in extra time in the third round of Enemies the, uh, of football. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Third <laughs> round of qualifying for, for the Champions League. Uh, Klaxvik now going to the final round of Europa League qualifying. Now, they are still guaranteed to be the first side from the Faroe Islands to reach uh, the group stages of a European competition because they'll go into the conference. Because you know what it's like. Once you get the foot in, you, your foot in the door, you wait for a very keen for you to compete in the European competition. Yes. So they are going to play, but we just don't know which one yet. Could be the Europa League, could be the Conference League. But we do know that Rangers uh, are into the uh, Champions League uh, playoff round uh, again and playing PSV again, which is quite mm. interesting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There we are, everybody. Um, That's all you're getting. That's all you're getting. Now, England are just about to start their World Cup semi-final against Australia, so we're off to uh, watch that. At the time of recording, of course, we don't know. The game hasn't kicked off yet. But when you listen to this, England would have won or Australia would have won. So Mm. what would we say to Australia, Vish, if they've won? (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you so much. There we are. But, of course, if if the Lionesses have won, Vish, what do we say? (laughs) There we are. He sounds just like you, that guy. <laughs> they know not what to do. Yeah. <laughs> or what not to do. Indeed. Well, one of them will be playing Spade soon enough in the World Cup final. Um, so, yeah, there we are. But make sure you do listen to Upfront later uh, today. Um, mm. They'll be recording a podcast reacting to that game straight after full time. So search Upfront in your podcast. After all your women's World Cup football chat is on Upfront. We have a dedicated uh, women's football show uh, to, to do all that, which is why we haven't been talking about it that much. Because we want you to listen to the girls because they actually know what they're talking about. There we are. Right. Uh, that's in your podcast app. Search up front. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble, part of the ACAST Creator Network. Patreon subscribers, don't go anywhere because every Wednesday we're bringing an extended Ramble episode just for you beauties. So if you're signed up, keep listening for more Ramble goodness. And if not, get yourself over to our Patreon by hitting the link in the show notes or search patreon.com forward slash football ramble to subscribe for just $5 a month. But don't forget to follow us on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube and Instagram at Football Ramble and subscribe to us in your podcast app. There we are, everybody. Thank you, Pete Donaldson. Farewell, everyone. Thank you, Jim Campbell. Thank you. Thank you, Vidush and Antaraja. Thank you. Uh, thank you everybody. See you soon. The Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.